Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, Raf Kamas together again on this Halloween uh, to record right before the long weekend happens. I'm just really thankful that we actually have a long weekend. Oh, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy We're recording Halloween. on yeah. Halloween. Yeah, for once, and uh, they actually made November 2 a holiday. Yeah. For a lot, for the first time in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which is funny because it's not supposed holiday. Naman talaga yeah, yung oh I don't understand why it wasn't like the past few years. It's a legal holiday. Like, hey, yeah, Duterte. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is one thing I can think of. Yeah, so, souls get their Thank own you, day. Duterte. I mean, souls who are not saints yeah. get their own day. Diba? But it's weird because we're Pinoy, but we just consolidated everything into Undas itself, November oh. 1. So, you know, I did my... Uh, my tributes to the dead, mm. uh, my visits way before, so I, I'm good. I'm I'm done for the year. Uh, but uh, one of my partners on air, see Chicky, she asked me, "Are you actually going to go to the cemetery on November one?" To which I said, "There's one cemetery with one set of uh, deceased relatives. Hindi ko dinadalo na, hindi ko na dinadalo uh-huh. because I have a problem with the living. Oh, ah. I have a problem with the other relatives who are there. Ah, oh, like the people who are at the cemetery. Because I think that's what he, what she was asking if you would actually go." Uh, to the cemetery on the day itself because now because of how congested it's become people are people like our family have decided to you know forego the usual on the day itself and you know we're probably going yeah. on the second like yeah, I, don't yeah, ha- yeah. I don't have that no, much but it's yeah. the, the second is still a festivity day now it's a holiday as well yeah so you might want to hold off on that yeah, I think the smarter decision is to go, like, say, a weekend before or a weekend after para lang maiwasan mo yung mga tao. But, you know, uh, with me, it's just the, the other relatives there na medyo gusto kong iwasan. So, you know, like, earlier, I actually got asked oh. the question, oh, you want to go tomorrow? Tomorrow, say, free now? Diba? Technically, yeah. I, I have the radio show in the morning. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to say hard pass on that one. But uh, wherever you are, uh, whichever relatives you're visiting, uh, whichever cemeteries or temples or crypts or... Uh, whatever else you're uh, going to uh, this year, I hope that your visit is worth it and that it's hassle-free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the ofrenda. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> he's he's offended either. Yeah. Uh, but we have mausoleums here. Yeah. Uh, I visited some relatives in a mausoleum as well. So, you know, um, I hope that your visits are hassle-free uh-huh. and that it is a fruitful celebration yeah. for you and your loved ones. Now, All my dead are in Bacolod, so it's like... All of them? I mean, really? I, I've, got, I've got like yeah. two Kamusai yeah, exactly. family here. But then they're easy, like... They're easy to visit, so. Did you put up on a friend? No. So it's not living. Um, another What's this called? San Antonio. Oh, okay. oh, that's near. And then because we've moved them, we've moved them around. That's smart. I didn't know there was uh, a cemetery in San Antonio. There's a crypt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of churches now have crypts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty smart of churches too. Uh, okay. So let's. Uh, I, we know that evolution took place over the weekend, but we're not really going to go into that this week. That's we have a deep dive! Be- yes, we're going to do a deep dive next week with one of our favorite friends from the internet wrestling community oh. locally. He's also a writer, and I, I, I would say that he is uh, pretty he, much a feminist. He's a writer of the dead as well. 
Yes. Yes, he's our dead man. <laughs> well, yes. So Wow, perfect way to tie that in. Uh, Madhuri Morin will be joining us next week to talk about evolution and everything related to that and everything Crown Jewel related as well uh, when you juxtapose it with evolution. But for now, let's talk about Crown Jewel as a whole, as you know, as, as uh, Kamas' dogs are barking in the background. Um, That's the spirits they're sensing. Oh, spooky! The SGV podcast with Spooky. But, but the Spooky podcast! Spooky Spooky! Wait, no, that's not no, 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 no. I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Yes, that's very wrong. We, we no. started with evolution. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Let's go back. Let's talk about Crown Jewel because um, one of the biggest talking points right now is the fact that John Cena and Daniel Bryan have both effectively pulled out of the event. So... John Cena major expected that he can exercise this amount of clout, especially given his standing now as a WWE legend and as someone with his Hollywood aspirations. And I also can as imagine. a part-timer. Like, you have to factor that in. Yeah, but he's a big deal part-timer, like, like our friend Dwayne. Yeah. 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 He doesn't want to have that bad branding associated with him because it will hurt his Hollywood aspirations. The other thing about this, actually. Mm-hmm. While it's admirable at at face value that he he's has pulling out yeah he, he pulled, pulled out he, he stood up for he himself he can still say pull out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure sure and he stood up for himself how how much is it attributed to his you know branding as you mentioned the, he, he realized that it hurts his chances but how how much of it does he believe in personally and how much of it is a business decision solely we probably won't know the answer to that unfortunately not until they tell all like 15 years from now Maybe 20, 30 years from now, if Cena lives that long. He will. He will. Um, <laughs> Cena's never the type to be very open about this on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that as a company guy, he'll, he'd rather keep silent and just insist that he doesn't want to be part of the event. Well, for obvious obvious reasons. Reasons. I mean, he's already been uh, replaced by Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's just going to post uh, some sort of uh, caption of Instagram post sometime soon, this week, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then on the flip side, you've got Daniel Bryan, who's also pulled out of the event, and we don't know the reasons for you know for him. Although I'm assuming that he also doesn't want any part of uh, this pro Saudi event. Now, with him, because you know where his political leanings are more so, really, do more really? so than no, John Cena. I don't think we know for sure. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't if, know for sure. I, but if Bryan is a Republican yeah, or a Democrat, yeah, it's easy to say that he su- he looks like a Democrat. Probably sounds like a Democrat. Sounds, sounds like a Democrat. Dresses like a Democrat. Is we don't know that for sure. I mean, Dolph Ziggler kind of fits all those uh, descriptions as well. But he he's, appears he, on Fox yeah, regularly. Yeah, he, he's a Trump supporter. God damn. Uh, so, so you can't say, you sure. can't assume. Can't say, can't say. Okay, fine. Now with Brian, I think the more interesting point is how Brian is already on that level. Now he can stand his ground and say he doesn't want to be part of Crown Jewel. I think that's particularly interesting considering that just four years ago, he was the underdog who was trying to become a main eventer, trying to become a world champion. And it's, it seemed like the meta-narrative was very much close to the narrative they were telling in the ring. To be fair, like he did earn the status. Like yeah. the, the, the reason why he was even in the title match in the first place uh, so soon after he unretired was because... Somehow, finally, they recognize how much of a draw he is and how much... How he's uh, a unicorn. Yeah, how much, uh, how special he is and how vital he is to the current roster. So why can't someone like AJ Styles pull this off? Because AJ because Styles AJ's is a flat earther. And not, okay, okay, <laughs> that aside, he's the champion. I think, and this is, this is speculative, it's purely speculative, that 
the Saudi government said outrightly, we want all the champions, except the women, to be here. The same way they did with, um, what was the first show? The GRR. Greatest, greatest show. Oh, ever. but did you guys know that Renee Young is cleared to announce the call of the Crown Jewel show? No, I didn't. That's consolation. Yeah, That's consolation. Yeah, but, no, at but, this point. Yeah, but I don't know. It's she, progress. It's progress. It's progress. And uh, she is, uh, I guess she's not allowed to wrestle because she's not going to be the one in the ring, you know, wearing skimpy clothing. But, you know, it's her doing an important job, an important role in on the show in some in a place as conservative as Saudi Arabia. That's a big deal. Mm. Is big deal is not uh-huh. the biggest. How do you say this? Biggest deal? No, 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 no not the biggest deal. <laughs> but the isn't biggest, the biggest consolation uh, yeah, that you can yeah, get yeah, out true, of this situation? True, sure, sure. Okay. I, I just find it odd. I mean, um, I'm surprised. I guess pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. Saying Brian gets to flex these muscles now. Uh-huh. Um, well, I, he is. He is Mr. Bella. I don't he does have that draw. He does have that draw. No, that no, I, I don't see the connection of him being uh, Bree's husband and him having that pull. Because it's not like the Bellas really have that pull oh, themselves. So. They what is it? In, in a casual, from... in a casual, in a casual setting, they might. No, are, are you saying? No, no, you're no, no, no you're, have... yeah, you're playing that Brian has pulled because of the Bellas, not because he has earned his main event status. Oh, but because we already know that part. Oh, we know that he within the company. Oh, within the company, he has. He has pull. But outside of it, there are aspects that we might not have considered. No, but what you're implying is that he has that pull because he's married to the Bellas, whereas AJ doesn't because he's not married to Bella. More that he's on the show. More than he's married to Bella. I don't think that Total Bellas or Total Divas has anything to do with this, though. Mm. I mean, uh, you could probably assume that maybe the relationship between the Bellas and uh, John Laurinaitis must have something to do with it. But he's not even the head of talent relations anymore. True. So I, I don't see how uh, you know the Bellas really have that clout to give Brian that muscle to flex. So um, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it amazes me that he has this uh, flexing power. He has this flexing power now, mm-hmm. and that he's realized it for himself, and that WWE acknowledges said flexing power because CM Punk tried to flex this muscle and they never acknowledged it. In a completely different environment, that is. No, no but, I mean back because back then when he was trying to pull the same shit. Where were they? Where were they in terms of open-mindedness towards things like this? They weren't thinking about doing business with the Saudis. And at the same time, they weren't thinking about giving an all-women's pay-per-view. Mindset changed because of Punk. There's that. Sure. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll concede to that. Um, Maybe one thing that we might want to look into, and not just for this week's episode, but in the weeks to come, is what type of message this sends to everyone else. In the company, say in the industry, but I think I think this is a huge step. But even though it's only two guys who uh, basically said, nah, "No, we don't want to be part of this." But it's the two big guys. Mm. It's two big guys. There's that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm hoping that it starts a chain effect where you know, um, not not as many male superstars are as game to be part of say a Saudi event. But how how can you say no to that hefty paycheck? No, the thing is, because it's not. It's not necessarily the people themselves. I think those who disagree with uh, what's happening in Saudi should uh, make like Cena and Brian and I uh, know and and stand their ground. But if obviously if they don't care or they don't agree or they don't disagree, I mean, well, they're going to take that that sweet Saudi money, that sweet blood oh, oil money. Speaking of oh. people taking blood oil money, oh. Hulk Hogan confirmed to be on the show. To be yeah, on the yeah, show, he doesn't give a shit. Just Hola. it's just something that also oh, he wastes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> He's old and racist. Yeah, 
Um, you know, since we're talking about Crown Jewel, we might as well talk about one of the stories heading into Crown Jewel on the SmackDown side, and that is that Shane McMahon has threatened to fire the SmackDown participant in the World Cup who loses in the finals to a Raw superstar. First off, if they lose, talaga sa because of the structure of the bracket. True. Uh-huh. So there's no question about the SmackDown guys losing to the Raw guy. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Shane it, should complain to whoever did the brackets. Diba? Second, bakit yung finalist pa yung fire niya? Because he's the biggest disappointment. Yes. Well, fuck that. weakest link. That's such dumb logic. Such dumb storytelling. No, why would he be the weakest link? He made it to the finals. Oh, nga. he beat everyone else. And he and they had us they had us uh, going to the finals because he's he's what doing the whole thing in one round I mean, in one night. I mean, I don't see the storytelling logic behind all of this. I mean, uh, let alone the fact that the World Cup itself is not really much of a World Cup to begin with. Because sure. Te- technically Ray doesn't represent Mexico He represents San Diego No, not just that Most of them are Representing America Yeah, so anong World Cup yun, di ba? I mean, like if, if the FIFA World Cup Just featured representatives From like states like California And Washington And uh, Philadelphia oh. Or Pennsylvania, di ba? Parang I'm Anong a, point? That's the MLS, by the way Yeah, I was gonna say well, there, so, so what's the point? So it, it's silly It's dumb I, I um, It makes me even cringe further At the thought of Crown Jewel being a big deal Oh, nice. Right. Uh, I think the biggest biggest question here is that are we gonna watch Crown Jewel? Are are you personally going to tune in for this? Now that uh, the one the one match you probably wanted to see is not happening uh, as advertised, and you have a pretty shitty World Cup bracket. I probably won't unless something huge happens. Like let's say Strowman actually wins the Universal Title. I think you will. I'll probably watch it for that well, moment. Well, I think you will. Because it's, this is the easiest way to get them to get the belt on him. Eh? Yeah. If all things considered, this is the easiest way to get the belt on him, which they've wanted, which they've leaned towards doing so for a while. is what? Still uh, planning to find in the UFC. And he's a, a red herring now as much as possible. Hmm. So there's that. And if Samoa Joe somehow wins the WWE Championship. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Yuna, there's Yuna, that. Actually, you know. But you know, just those two matches. I really don't care about everything else. That's true. Fair enough. What is everything else at this no, point? The Mark from versus the Brothers oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's that. Okay. Four old guys fighting. Uh, the New Day versus the Bar with Big Show. Yeah. I really don't care about everything else. Okay. You know, yeah. just the two championship matches. That's it. Um, I he, Here's the thing. Uh... There's so much wrestling now that yes, I've got a severe backlog, and I'm sure you guys relate because you've got your I own backlog as well. Yes. It's annoying. I mean, I never thought I'd get to this point where I'm so annoyed with all of the wrestling that's available. Then that's that's privilege for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's privilege for you, sir. I don't know. I mean, like with, with Raw and SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, 205, and Lucha, something's got to give, and I've said this before. Like, I've had to give up 205 Live, which I know I'm missing out on. Mm-hmm. You just have to come back to it every now and then, like the way that they come up on Raw every now and then. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking annoying. I, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it's also the fact that there's, there's so many things going on. Oh, we're not having it. Right? Uh, so many things going on and so much, uh, so much work to do, like outside of wrestling. We have lives outside of wrestling. Yes, we do. So it, it just... Um, nakakasakalsha when you feel like it's, you're way in over your head with all the shit you have to catch up on. So... Major storylines coming out of this week that don't have anything to do with evolution are... Uh, you got Seth Dean, uh-huh. right? Uh, I mean, Dean hasn't really offered much of an explanation. He didn't talk. No, no, no. He didn't talk whatsoever. Didn't talk. Uh, I like the take of someone on Reddit about how Dean Ambrose is someone who went through a trauma. 
the way that Dean reacted through everything. Parang it, it's as if na he's retroactively proving that he went through a trauma, which explains how he was acting so silly in the years before his return. <laughs> so he's a mental. He's a legitimate mental so health he's patient. What? Bipolar, I guess. He's I, certified. No, no, no. no, he's certifiable. Is what he is. Oh, right. So the redditor didn't exactly say that, but the way he said it is: people use humor to deflect, and people use humor to kind of repress the feelings that they are overwhelmed by. Yes. So because parang na siya, because after the injury, the angle is set was nowhere uh, was nowhere, mm. and then Roman's gone now, and Roman was his only uh, Roman anchor. was his crutch. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's the point of the red before, before they got back together. Yeah, Roman was the crutch, and now that Roman's gone, parang wala nang makakapitan si Dean to remain good, to remain friends with. With Seth, that's actually what I thought of when they when he turned last week. So that's, because that, that 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 idea works. Yeah, yeah. In a vacuum, he's yeah, lashing no, out. No, it works. In, no, not in a vacuum. It needed the the Roman injury to happen because. Oh, sorry. Wait, not vacuum. Sorry, I meant to say it's a retcon. Why they? In a way, uh, oh, and it's, it's a, a retcon. I'm actually job. okay with because it's um it makes sense when you think about Dean as. Someone lashing out because he's so hurt by what's going on. Especially uh, how Roman was the guy who never really turned on either of them through the years. Oh, parang ito na lang yung pinakahawakan niya. Tapos na wala pa. Oh. So he's mad. He needed to lash out, and Seth was there. It was convenient. Which is a dick move. It's a dick move. It's, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just hope that the writers have. Uh, the foresight to write uh, to write things with these nuances because I don't think they do. But you know, um, you know, you can always rely on fans on the internet to put two and two together. And this is something that we on this podcast have been harping on for years, right? So get it together, writing team. Yeah, there's that. Uh, another major event, I guess, in the ring, not involving the women, because we'll talk about them next week, is uh, Samojo now in the WWE Championship picture. But okay. you know, we we talked about that as well. Um, Replacing Daniel Bryan for all intents and purposes. Yeah, which is uh, actually fair. Good move. I mean, it's a rematch. Oh, it's a rematch. From GRR. Yeah. I hope it becomes a three-way feud or a four-way with Miz in it. That would be he nice. Pretty much, uh, he, yeah, he pretty much done it. Joe, Bryan, and It's probably not happening at Survivor Series, no. given the whole uh, SmackDown versus Raw you don't theme. Need, yeah, I know. But I was going to say, imagine, imagine those three and then the Miz. And then the Miz wins. Wait, don't don't shit on the Miz. Oh. No, I, no, I'm just saying because those those two, AJ and Joe, mm. have the best match in TNA history. Oh, so Brian is the Christopher Daniels. Brian like, uh, Brian slots into Christopher Daniels' spot. Oh. Yeah, oh. they recreate that. They re- they recreate that match in its entirety. Why not have something original with the Miz in it? Well, wala tiwala kay Mike. Meron naman. Please, especially now. After 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 the year Mike, after the year yeah. that he has had, yeah. after the year that he has had, I have faith in. But oh, so I want to see the three of them just go at it. It's no, the I'm, it's it's the ROH guy in me that wants to see that happen. I, I I don't need to see like just the three of them. I I can have space for the Miz there. I'd like to see that. First. I don't think there. Yeah, at this point in 2018, I don't think Miz is the guy who would ruin that match's character. Oh no, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah, I know you want your, your, your indie wrestling fan pipe dreams of, of just the three of them, you know, the ROH alumni. But it doesn't, you know, it adding doesn't Miz, discount. Yeah. yeah, adding Miz doesn't make it bad. I and think he adds I don't know when you have what? Older AJ, older Samoa Joe, older much, Brian. Much older Brian. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like we're getting them at the peak of their, their youth. 
from a decade ago. Yeah, True. But, and they don't wrestle that way anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, in the, especially in the especially, especially AJ. Yeah, no. And then you add Pete Miz. This no. is Pete is Miz. This, yes. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's absolutely Must Pete Miz. Now, this is, uh, this when is he was, yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm all in on this. Right? Now, in a bit, we're going to be talking to our good friend Chino Liao, who is back on the podcast hey. this week to review MWF. Is it five? Yes, five. Yeah, MWF five. Todos los wrestling. Yeah. Back to back appearances for Chino Liao. The guy's really earning his paycheck, which is zero. Zero. So Y'all sick of him yet? If you are, yeah, just let us know. Yeah. All right, we so can make things work. All right, here we go. We can find another guy. Yeah. MWF review in a bit. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Time for our MWF Todos Los Wrestling review. And as we did last week, we've got our resident reviewer, Chino Liao, back here. Back to back show. Chino Sulit si Chino. I'm Gastos in the wrestling. Oh, man. I'm going to Alright. That's why we have media. Hey, why not? I review the shows. This yeah. is fine for me. Yeah, you know what I realized? But I also realized, you know, yeah. neither of us need the media pass for the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, no, there is no media pass for the podcast, but maybe we should have one now. Because I keep reviewing them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spending money. Bar. Yeah, That's a very good point. Yeah, I mean, you yes. piss people off now, so you maybe you deserve the, 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 media the power of the media. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's legitimate media. Yeah. He is an unbiased. No, yeah. He is unbiased. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, he broadcasters you, Chino. Broadcaster. Oh, oh, yeah, I Because he never got that far. I was a BJ. I was a JJ. No, I was a JJ. Yeah. No, but he wasn't on air. I wasn't. I, yes, was. I was on air, but I didn't For have segments. a contract. Okay, so I, I didn't have a... Van Wilder was old, but he never graduated from college. So that's no, Chino. No, but he did. Yeah. Van Wilder finished that's college. A, yeah, that's the whole the, point of... The ending of the movie. The movie. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, someone did So clearly, you haven't seen Van Wilder. He only watched like, the first half. <laughs> Till the dog jacking along. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the important part. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> Moving good. on to serious matters. Hi, Chino. Welcome back. All right, so hey, how, how are you doing, Chino? Good, 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 good. I saw uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Hey. Uh, pretty good. What for, is your for, art critique of this? Uh, as far as the performance goes of Rami Malek, uh, Greg, it's hard to separate him from the role. Fully he immersed. Look like Freddie Mercury. He really does look and sound and act like Freddie Mercury throughout the entire movie. So it's really hard to see him as the guy from Mr. Robot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Although, although his eyes still give it away. You know, yeah. may protect the man like uh, Mr. Robot. He's he got beautiful eyes. He has, he has, sleepy he has, eyes. Really yeah, he has creepy eyes. eyes. Sleepy the man. Sleepy, sleepy, but beautiful. <laughs> no, I say, I say creepy okay. because it, 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 it still keeps that edge. So you guys see more about all right, that. All right. So it's a pretty good movie. Sure. Let's see. For the most part. Alright, now let's talk about MWF, which is always pretty much presented like a movie or like a teleserie. Yes, yes. That's the way that MWF has always been packaged. And for this installment action of serie. Yeah, right. the action this installment of the action serie, it's got the Halloween theme of uh, obviously Todos Los Wrestling. So what were your expectations heading into MWF five? I wanted them to first of all I wanted to see uh PWR versus MWF and see how yes. that would go down. Everybody was Hyped yeah. for the cross promotion match, right? So, and uh, I also wanted to see how they incorporate this whole Halloween theme into their uh, narrative, since they're all about playing up the action series part of uh, their story. So these are the, the two things I was looking forward to. 
And right before we go through each match and each segment, were these expectations met? Yes, for the most part, yes. I have to say, I was I was sufficiently surprised with the level uh, that increased uh, this show mm-hmm. compared to the to my last MWF show. Um, still room for improvement, but still uh, relatively better, I would say. Before we actually get to the wrestling, how did you handle the upcut traffic? Oh, I wasn't I, when I got to UP. It wasn't really that traffic anymore. I had to handle the uh, rerouting scheme, okay. which ended which ended up with me having to go all, all the way around the academic oval. The major hassle, but it yeah. wasn't as traffic as I thought it would be. I don't miss that. I don't miss having to like take a detour through the oval. I had to do the whole thing around the oval. To say because, no, but, but the, driving around the oval is fun. Yeah, it was fun, but major malayu. But he's lang. not driving. Major malayu lang. Major malayu lang. Because yeah, napaleo, napaleo, napaleo lang ako. But I got to see more of you be so yeah, that was nice. That's always nice. Yeah, and I mean, that's... unless you run into people like having sex in the lagoon. Di na siyong girl. Yeah, yeah. When was that? When was that a thing? Oh, it was a thing. Oh, it was a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. But for one, it's Sunday. If I if I ran into people having sex in the good dinapot the LWF, what? I'd stay and watch. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's go. a free show. It's a free show. Chino okay, so. Liao in the voyeur porn. Yes. All right. Now we know what you're into. It's creepy. Veg, All right. So let's get into the wrestling. What was the first match or segment? Oh, the first set they had a pre-show as most wrestling shows do, and which showed a uh, a bunch of the old videos. Um, Recap. A recap almost. Yeah. Um, but my only qualm with that is they kind of repeated it a bunch of times and then it so- showed a supercut or a abridged version of each video. Para sa mga latecomers. Para sa mga latecomers. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I would get why they would show a supercut but I I don't understand why they had to bombard people with the same video and then play right, to have it on loop and yeah and to have it on loop yeah. and then play Para super cut, because they also have that and then they also have an abangan uh, voiceover from uh, from the very talented voiceover from who I believe is the same guy on uh, action, uh, action TV. Okay. Right? He sounds similar. Anyway, so yeah, that's my only qualm. And then they showed the video, the very first video they did show was of a. Uh, unknown luchadora, well, potential luchadora. We don't we don't see her face yet until she pulls off pulls out a mask. You good there, Stan? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, just I didn't see that one. I didn't see that uh, that first. Video. Okay, that very first part was that was was um, an over the shoulder shot of a girl, a female luchadora. Yes, okay. uh, face wasn't seen. Ooh. Packing stuff uh, from her bag and then. You guys sound like you know something. Yeah, about this. perhaps. And, and then pulls out a mask and then puts it on. And then we oh. see that this luchador has a white uh, luchador mask mm-hmm. on. And it goes on her way. And throughout the show, it'll be showing several uh, clips of her computing. Yeah. Yeah, getting off a bus, walking across uh, UP, and then finally meeting uh, her intended uh, person. Wait, person. so nagsasalita ba itong luchador? No, 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 this no. was all, uh, this was all dialogue-less. No, so no. she's like Ninja Ryujin. So yes, a silent uh, essentially, yes. No, yes. but Ninja communicates with his... Yeah, he's, he's a silent, silent character. Language, yeah. He has subtitles. Yes, but he is a silent yeah, character. I mean, no dialogue. Yeah. No audio. No dialogue ka yung sign language. No audio. No, no, no. No audio. In the, in the yeah. context sure, sure, of this yeah. luchador. No audio whatsoever. No dialogue. No, no spoken... Like, no communication. Yes. Not communication. Yeah, eh. I was gonna say. I was gonna ask if this was a running joke at MWF. Then I remembered Mr. Lucha runs his mouth. So. <laughs> I guess not. Yay! No, no. 
So, Luchadora. So, okay, so after the Luchadora. We got to our first match, which is interesting because this is uh, one of the semi final matches for the MWF title. It's Fabio Makisig versus Morgan Vaughn. I was always curious about, I was very curious about why they would put this at the very top, mm-hmm. even before the show actually started. Since. Hi, 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 before we get into trouble with that. Again. Uh, <laughs> I confirmed okay. with MWF that the start of the show is the start of the show. Okay. So that match is not a pre-show. Oh, it's not a pre-show. No, they I told you like, this. No, but he, he didn't say it was the pre-show. It's like his first match on the card. Yeah, no, he said... Okay, no, no, he I said, said pre-show because I thought... Uh, yeah, he said the match. show before the show actually started. So therefore... Because they, 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 they did have... Technically, they did have an OBB with the uh, music video. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, okay, yeah. So I would think that before... Yeah. Anything before the OBB... Or the music video would have been the pre-show. Yeah, confirm. But this now, was not. But but it wasn't. They just sure. they just had the OBB in the middle. What do you, what of the do you show. think about that? Though? Okay. So yeah, what do you think? Uh, what do you think about Vendetta? It was good. It was a good uh, production value. The be the OBB and the music video featured Mike Shannon first of all introducing the video in Tagalog. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Why? Why? Because Mike Shannon uh, does not know how to speak Tagalog. Yeah, he was clearly (laughs) reading. He was clearly reading off cue cards, Uh and you can see how hard he tried to pronounce the words properly. Uh But he had a accent, yeah. So it was so funny. It played to that. It played to that part of humor. You know, major lowbrow na kanya na nagita Tagalog, but it was still funny, right? People find that funny. It's a relatable level of humor. And then they go into the video, which is very well produced. Uh, MWF, I've always praised them, or I've play, praised them for their level of video production, and they play to their strengths. Now, my only thing is, um, this video is about five minutes long, so I don't. Really? It's it's about it's pretty. It's pretty Can I, ma? No, I, I just give <laughs> uh, right, sense sure, of sure. time. It was it's really long compared to the. I don't mean to compare, but compared to the PWR OBB, which is just like. A few seconds. I think about the end for how long or short a video is these days is if it's longer or shorter than In My Feelings. <laughs> Fine. Fair, fair point. Because my only qualm is that if they keep playing the same vid- the same long video every show, it's kind of That's my only Sure. Point. No, that's. I think that's a fair point to make. Naman. Right? So, yeah. So, anyway, that video comes like a few... According to my notes, two matches later, two segments later... Well, the very first match was Fabio Makisig versus Morgan Vaughn. Now, I really, really love this match. Okay. Particularly because these guys are very, uh, very mind gamesy in a way. Fabio likes to talk a lot. And see, Morgan Vaughn, he, t- he tries to play tricks on you with technology. And that's his angle. And you can see a video of Fabio and Morgan wherein Morgan hacks Fabio's phone. After finding out that there is a cash prize attached to the uh, MWF title, so it gets really interesting because a lot um, because it adds depth to their um, short rivalry, you know, for however long it lasts. Abbreviated, yeah, yeah. yeah abbreviated yeah. rivalry, and it gives them room for growth down the road. Even if maybe Fabio wins and Morgan steps up by hacking Fabio again. Who knows, right? May seeds. May, may seeds the shot for a few or for a potential uh, rivalry down the road. Um, I like Fabio Makizik as a talent, as a wrestler. Because he clearly has a martial arts background. I might be wrong. Um, he, he, I like his striking ability, and he showed she showcased it throughout the match. 
Uh, Morgan Vaughn is also extremely talented in the ring, but I think the mind games get in the way of that almost. Isn't that supposed to supplement the game though, or his game? Yeah, it does, but it does not in his case. I okay, think in this match. That, that, uh, it distracts from his wrestling. Um, one thing that stood out to me during the build-up to this match is how Fabio was portrayed as he. I mean, he is still a heel, yes. but he's also affected by inflation. Like, yes. I think that was a meta story, or yes. that, that was a storyline heading into uh, this match. Yeah, I like I like na- that angle about. as well. Na para oh, lakibagay ni tumpera na to sa kanya. Does it make him sympathetic, even though kupal siya? He he was actually more sympathetic, and he brought that up in uh, during the, the few right times that he the few promo spots that he had uh, during the show. The para sinasabi niya. Uh, Ah, porket na, porket cheer niyo ako, kaya niyo mabait na ako, hindi, ganyan, ganyan. He's, he, would, he would bring that up uh, during his promos. And it's, I think it's pretty good because it makes him, at the very least, an anti-hero more than an actual heel. So who played heel here though? Because they were both Morgan Vaughn and See, Fabio. Morgan Vaughn clearly was the heel here because he was technologically superior to Fabio, who was from the slums. Yeah. So, nahahack niya yung phone ni Fabio. Yeah. And he messes with Fabio's uh, life dun sa video. Dun sa everyday ongoings niya. And so, yeah, dun lumabas yung pagka-mind games ni Morgan Vaughn. So, but, who ultimately advanced and what did you think of the Fabio Makisig advances, uh, which is good because for the potential winner from the other side, we'll find out who it is later, uh, they need a solid heel. To face the solid face, almost. And it, it was a good. Sana lang na dun sa next match, magsapatos na si Fabio Makisi. So. Why? Are you concerned na baka marusev siya? Wala, baka marusev. Exactly. Baka marusev siya. I mean... It's, uh, it's a concern to have. It is a, it is a legitimate concern, guys. Wait, was he yes. always barefoot? Parang di naman. Last yeah, two was, shows. Yeah, last two shows, he was shows. barefoot. And I'm not like a professional athlete, so no, maybe yeah. less... You guys might uh, know better, but I I am legitimately concerned for the well-being of uh, yeah, sure, sure. feet. All right, that's fair. That's why they have boots. Yes. Okay. Right. Moving on. What happened next? And then there's a supercut between Mr. Lucha and PW and PWR. Oh, sorry, not a supercut, but actually a vid a backstage video mm-hmm. that shows Mr. Lucha stepping up to JDL, Chris Panzer, and John Sebastian, uh, John Sebastian. backstage. Now, Mr. Lucha would then uh, back back off uh, as and the other two would come, as the in, other yeah. two would come in. So, it's outnumbered, siya, basically. Then we move on to the uh, the new OBB, the new music video for uh, MWF. Featuring Vendetta. Featuring Vendetta. We've discussed that in detail. Uh, and then, before that, however, before that, lumabas si yung panel ng MWF. Si uh, Sonico, uh, si Tarek, and si Tristan Creed, who wanted to be Thanos, but ended up looking like Majin Buu. <laughs> oh, God, that's burned. Yeah, he was more pinkish than purple. Yeah, he was more pinkish than purple. It didn't really pop. To be very fair to Chino and to that burn, I think you weren't the first one to throw that his way. <laughs> yeah, but no. he's the first one to say I heard it. Uh, exactly. I heard it from the crowd. I heard it in the crowd. The snarky MWF crowd. The snarky MWF crowd. Hey, my imagine. My imagine boo chance, ba? Then, you know, I didn't know. I just heard uh, one of the. What is imagine boo? One of the people say it. Now, oh my God, imagine boo! It is. You can't unsee that. Yeah. You can't unsee that. It's right there. It's in the wind, man. So I'm sorry, Tristan Key, but you tried. The next match after that would have been Jawbar, uh, brother Jawbar Luana. Accompanied the ring by Jorel against Anzelo Silva. Now they tried to start the match 
by exorcising quote unquote Hansel Silva of his uh, demons. His wolf spirit. Your wolf spirit. Yeah. Yes. How did that turn out? Uh, it did not turn out very well because for his brother Jawari. So Hansel Silva just bites brother Jawari and the match starts. Okay. Uh, Buti ano, buti di, di sinapian ng pagka-werewolf si yeah. ano, Brother Jomar. Yeah, but I like this man. Hindi siya full moon. Hindi eh. siya full moon eh. But uh, he, was, he was doing like that. Like anthropy one. works you at least. You know how last, last review, he would, uh, he would just do these weird gestures. And Mannerisms. Like, yeah, like act like he was possessed by some wolf spirit. I get that uh, now because now he's able to tame it back, make it more concise. Okay. More human-like? Yeah. More, more werewolf-like, okay. essentially. Not just somebody who looks like he has an abyss. Or <laughs> like it's, more, it's, more, it's more focused now, and I, I, and I appreciate that on his part. Um, I also like how the finish of this match involved uh, Brother Jomar opening the Libra of Liwana. Shining it on Hansel's face, because it brings another element into the whole Liwana mythos. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean the books. The books always been there. Like, I, this, this, nifty prop. Yeah. yeah, right. It's a nifty prop. It's like Undertaker's urn, yeah. essentially. So I like that angle that they take. Okay, so um, after the match, uh, this is what was J C Santos. No, 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 this was a video featuring the same masked wrestler from earlier getting off the bus. Okay, okay. And then moving on to Rex Lowen versus Robin Zane. Uh, semi final match. Really semi final match. match. The second semi final match. A really, really good match yeah. on last, those guys. That's a good night for me, uh, personally. See, Gus Queens, Lumas Muna, and he came, uh, Coach Gus came out dressed as the Joker. Yeah, as a Joker. Yeah, I saw the photos. They're very, very well made costume on his part. Teka, anong mas magandang costume ni Coach Gus? Was it Joker or Arrow? I did not Joker. See Joker was better. I did not uh, see him cosplay as Arrow. He actually went all out with the Joker. So. The Joker, he had full makeup on. Nice. And a, and a nice suit on. That purple. Was, yeah, purple. Purple suit. suit. Well, it's a purple jacket. Purple jacket. Lang pala. Yeah, sorry. But then, okay, minus points. No, it's a good flex. It's a good flex. Purple suit. It was a very well made, well thought of. Uh, it was a good uh, flex. It's a good perception flex. of the Joker. Execution. Did Rex Lowen have a costume? Rex Lowen was dressed as a... Uh, he was dressed as some sort of soldier. I mean, yeah, yeah. He right? was, uh, like he was in a vest and a mask. Mm. Punisher? Uh, no, no. No, not... not, not, not yeah. Nothing specific. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was dressed as a special forces guy. Yeah. Uh, maybe because he wanted to come out and kill uh, Robin Zane in the match. Well, he always wants to Which kill everyone. Which he did. He did. He Robin Zane comes out as one of the characters from One Piece. Hmm. So you hmm. Bida. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That dude. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, it was pretty. It was really, uh, well, he had half the costume down because he already has red. He already packs. has. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, already has red. All he needed was the top and the hat. Oh, that's easy then. Good for him. Yeah, but so he was able to pull it off. But then you know why you're Robin Zane in this match. Both of them actually in this match because they really uh, pulled out all the stops. Uh, they really pulled out all the stops and it was so intense that I was almost expecting somebody to get disqualified I like that, that you said that, that because I thought I, I really thought you were going to say that. it was so intense I almost soiled myself no I need a oh, thank you god it was <laughs> why do you have to put the idea of, of why, 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 why you always put it on me <laughs> no, no, why I do did. you have to sh- literally shit on Chino yo I didn't shit on Chino I just, just wanted I, me to soil myself <laughs> <laughs> It's God damn it, Stan. 
No, sorry. Uh, please, please do go it, on. It, it was a great story, though, as much as the match, as far as the match was concerned. So, um, normally, kasi, uh, when we see these really, really good matches that people rave about, one of the flip side concerns is length. Did this match feel like it was too long despite no. how good it was? I could say no. I could say a little bit, but it justified it towards the end. Okay. Um, in the match, there was a moment where the ref got uh, Rex triggered. Okay. So, uh, yeah. so, the, so when that happened, Fabio, this was towards the finish. Fabio Makisig would come out and attack Rex Lawin. Not mm. Robin Sane, but Rex Lawin. Interesting. Put uh, put Rex Lawin out and have Robin Sane hit the 450 on uh, Rex Lawin, giving him the win. Which right. is interesting because essentially, it Fabio Makisig chose to face Robin Sane over uh, Rex Lawin. Right? So he took control of his destiny took, in a way. Yes, and exactly. There, and there's a different dynamic which I think is also uh, interesting, especially since Hindi Kunapanod, but I'm thinking Fabio did that because he knew Robin Sane would get beat up by PWR. Probably. Or would be weakened by you know, yes, having faced exactly, PWR. Exactly, because we find out later uh, in the night. What happens to Robin Sane in the match? That's know? nice because it gives Fabio a cerebral side, yeah, which exactly. he never really displayed yes, before. Because we always thought he was just this uh, thug, right? Yeah, uh, from the streets. But he actually had uh, a plan going forward, and you see it uh, unfold uh, later in the show. All right, so let's uh, let's get back. Um, so, did you think that uh, Robin Sane was the right guy to advance? Yes, because I think as far as the face of MWF is concerned, I've always thought that it was Robin Sane. Um, I know Mr. Lucha might think otherwise, but I've always considered MWF to be Robin Sane's uh, promotion. In the same way that in the early years of PWR, if you had to think of a babyface, it was JBL. Yes, exactly. So right now, now it's more it's a more nuanced choice as far as PWR is concerned. But since MWF has undergone this reboot, I feel like it's Robin Sane's title to take. All right. And then they did uh, vi- another video, uh, which was Sagot Kita Five. Okay. Uh, the the gig striker uh, series, the never ending, the never ending gig striker series. Actually, you know, this... I, I I don't want it to end. Yeah, nobody wants. I don't it want end. it to end. No, Fine. but this one this one was actually pretty good because this one was uh, divided into episodes. Uh, like part that that paid homage to Shake Rattle and Roll. You know how Shake Rattle and Roll had episodes in each uh, yes. installment. Yes, this was part of that. The first part was uh, RG. Taking a mysterious phone call to warn Giggs to telling him about a danger that Giggs might face. Okay. The second part is Giggs facing off against. Are you ready for this? Who? The Yolo Twins. Yo. The Yolo Twins make an appearance in this series as new <coughs> henchmen. Uh, after Fabio Makisig decides that he no longer wants to be a part of this evil plan against King Strider. But did the Yolo twins, or were they forced to speak in Tagalog? No. No, they were actually speaking in their uh, their own uh, Yolo Kunyotic. language. Kunyotic. Yolo in their Konyotang. They did, however, <laughs> they did, however, leave their dad's vias at home. So <laughs> they came in a different car. They came in a better, more Yolo appropriate car. Yeah, you'd be surprised if the Yolo is coding, coding yung isa, coding yung isa. Or the pay na kabuk na grab, balay natin. Anyway, so they Gig Striker. I am starting to appreciate his appeal because he's sort of a parody of the Filipino action star, or he is a parody. The Filipino action star, like, mm-hmm. or a take, the back, a take, yeah. Uh, uh, 
he was even talking to the camera in the middle of the fight scene, giving commentary. The fourth wall. Breaking the fourth, fourth wall, wall exactly. Breaks. What do you think about that? It was, it was nice, because I appreciate fourth wall breaks when they are appropriate. Um, and this is one of this those is instances. I, this is why I consider him a parody, because he does break the fourth wall. And like FPJ would never do that. Yeah, right? The most serious action stars, Robin Padilla, you'd never see him do that. Oh, mm-hmm. Cesar Montana yeah, would do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cesar Montano would never do that but for Kagawad but for the Kagawad Kagawad, yes anyway so yeah uh, I appreciate this I'm starting to appreciate the appeal of the series now it ends with him finally meeting uh, meeting up with Gina uh, Gina finally who is played by indie actress Elora Espada Okay. Uh, from from notable works such as uh, notable works such as uh, uh, they have a random indie movie from the past five years. I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not familiar with her work. She's, 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 she's actually she's actually uh, become pretty prominent. Um, she was in, I believe she was in Only Life. If I'm not mistaken. Also, like, I, I think I'll recognize her if I see her. Yeah, face. Actually, probably, yeah. if you Google her, you Google her, you Google her name, you'll find out who she is. And uh, she, yeah, she was there. They met up, but then. Their reunion was interrupted by a call from RG telling gigs about this uh, potential evil plot. Again, again, another one. Another one. Another one. And then we move, we move into the match, uh, uh, tag team match between Giggs Striker and, I'm oh, sorry, Giggs and RG taking on Martivo and Ashura. Uh, this is a one of the only, oh sorry, one of two tag team matches if I'm not mistaken yeah. for the night. Um, Giggs and RG, uh, I think this they come out dressed, first of all, they come out dressed as canon real. Yep, Street so, Fighters. Yes. Um, second, um, I think that's one of the few times I've seen them actually tag together. I mean, yeah. they've been friends. They've been friends. They've but been then, friends. But I'm they've not been, sure if they've tagged before. Yeah, right? Apart, yeah. From, apart from that one match against the thugs. Yeah. That Which was technically wasn't a, wasn't a match. Yeah, wasn't yeah a so match. this was their first time tagging together, as well as Mortivo and Ashura. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we all know Mortivo has history in a, with a tag team partner of the female uh, persuasion, right? See, see, Robin. 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 Yeah, I there actually thought he was going to tag with Robin, but surprise. It was Ashura, right? He replaced the pop with a ninja. Okay, um, Ninja does. Ninja I, I need to get your take on Martivo and MWF because uh, you have Martivo in PWR who is presented as uh, your, you know, uh, your Becky character who's out and proud, and right now he's got a winning streak going for it. Okay. Is there any difference with the Martivo we're seeing in PWR right now vis-a-vis the Martivo we're seeing? No, in not at all. Not at all. It's the same. It's the same Martivo. You know, it's it, he uses the same gimmick first of all, which is a big deal. Same move set, same move set as well, and he also he, he also still represents the same things he represented in PWR. It just so happens that he's expanding his reach, okay, uh, towards the uh, the Manilvers. other company. Right? Yeah, he's doing work in the Manilaverse. Yes, right. He's doing he's doing the same thing. So there's he's just he's just seeing where he belongs. He's put, putting out feelers. Almost, which is why I feel like it's important for his mother company to really give him a place, or else they might actually lose him to MWF. Is he like the local Kota Ibushi? Maybe, maybe. I, I would and hope he's not a psychotic. Uh, yeah, talent's there, but okay. So how do you feel? He's about- very talented, and I'm, and I'm happy that he gets to as much rick time as he is getting. Yeah, I think actually by the end of the year he might have the most local ring time between both companies. Yeah. 
Probably, because this is what, his third, second appearance now? Or third appearance in ATA for MWF, yeah. or maybe even fourth. I, yeah, right? I could so be fourth. He's, yeah. he's had a few, so okay, good for him, man. I, about the, the match, about the match. Yung, costumes aside. For these four guys are faces, so I don't really know how it how like the bookers ended up putting them together. Okay. Like, but then again, one of them is more established in the tag division, so that yeah. might make sense. And Giggs and RG are looking to make their mark in the four big uh, MWF tag team division. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I like how, and this for me, I'm going to preempt myself and say this was the spot of the night okay. when when Giggs and RG hit the uh, uh, were were cornered by Martivo and and Ashura and. Giggs told RG to lift him up and they did the uh I, I call it the kit kit broke it. It's not the thing. <laughs> it's it's a it's the pedestrian thing. For, for for those who need to know, Ro I'm not sure I can say it properly as well. That's Maki Sen Pukia. There you go. That's the proper name. Yeah, yeah. Please forgive us for butchering this, but that is yeah. Sorry, Japanese people. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I, no, I, I understand but, why but you thought. Yeah, why you thought it was called that? I, I, because I don't <laughs> play street. I don't play no. street fighter, so I. That's what I know the most. It is definitely the kid kid broke. It is the kid kid broke. That's what it calls. That's what it says. It's just, yeah. So they did that during the match, and everybody lost it. It's yeah, a, it's, it's it a pop worthy moment. I, it was very very hilarious. Everybody just appreciated it. It was a very very well done match. Unfortunately, uh, Diggs and RG, as impressive as they were, lost out to the more established uh, tag team wrestlers. I would say, in, uh, yeah, Rativa and Asher. Okay, all right, let's move on. Next, up. and then uh, this is where we see JC Santos. Hey. Oh. Or, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Not J.C. Santos. J.C. Santos portrayed played by J.C. Santos. The character played by J.C. Santos. Okay, I needed a clarification because I wasn't sure if he was being presented to the Manilaverse as J.C. Santos or as actor J.C. Santos portraying a character in well, WF. I guess it's more of the latter. Yeah. Oh, there wasn't like, much of an explanation. It, there wasn't much of an explanation. There was just a lot of evil laughing. Yeah. And J.C. Santos in the shadows. Uh, different, shadow. sh- different shadows. Shadow. Different, different, different shadows. Different, different shadows. shadows. Under- these are separate shadows uh, from no. those shadows. Shadow. Uh, uh, just, so totally unrelated uh, shadows. Darkness. Darkness. There, let's use the word darkness, darkness. For, for delineation. Okay, and uh, we see Jorel make an appearance via special effects. Hey. I'm gonna, like They really invested in. Yeah, you probably you probably see this video yeah. go up uh, in in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it in a few weeks. You'll know what I'm talking about. But again, very great use of horror tropes, uh, very good use of of evil laughter, as I would say. <laughs> uh, it was it was good. It was good. And then they did a live segment with uh, William Elvin. Um, I forget the backstage uh, interviewer's name. The Katrina Paula. Katrina Paula did a live interview segment with uh, William Elvin. Talks to him about. Uh, the history of the PWR versus MWF match, and William Elvin explains it in as eloquent a way as possible, <coughs> which was good. I don't think that that's the best part about this segment, though, because what happens after is pretty good. Okay. After Katrina Paolo, Pablo or Paolo? Paola. Paola, Paola. rather. Apologies the, to Miss Katrina Paolo. Sorry, again. Uh, but after she does the interview, William Elvin leaves the, leaves the stage. Mike Shannon, Commissioner Mike Shannon, comes running out, calling a backstage... Uh, sorry, calling a... No, sorry. 
Bleh, mali yung timeline ko. Okay. Okay. After the segment happens. The segment happens. Katrina Paula is left on stage. Rex Lawin and Fabio Makisig come brawling out into the audience again. Because after the match of Rex and Robinson, the a brawl happens. Rex is like losing. Yeah. Goes after Fabio. A brawl happens, and the brawl apparently spills out into the Manila verse. Okay. And then goes back outside. Mike Shannon, uh, Mike, okay. Mike Shannon comes running out into the audience, calls a cameraman, and then the video cuts to Rex uh, Lawin and Fabio kicking each other's ass in the parking lot. Parking lot, bro! Ang ganda lang kasi, it's very immersive and very well produced. Um, I don't know if they shot this production-wise, I don't know if they shot this uh, segment earlier. But you wouldn't be able to tell. Like I think they would, right? they would shoot it earlier mm-hmm. for yeah, you think probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for production purposes. But you wouldn't be able to tell because it was very believable that Max Shannon would look for a camera guy. He came running out, pulled the first camera guy he saw, and brought him backstage. Very, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's very Attitude Era. Yeah, it's role, very, it's very WWE. But, but the way that I saw this executed, yeah. It's very well done. I like the execution, so good good job on MWF's part. And then we move on to the next match of the night, which is uh Jarrell versus Frankie thirteen. Okay. Uh Frankie thirteen goes up and, and starts calling out Apparently now I know what the painting was all about. Okay. He had a painting before uh in the previous show. Uh, when he was facing Rex. When he was facing Rex yeah. in the tournament, he lost that match. Uh, that painting was apparently of his uh girl. Hmm? Uh, Girlilu. and I forget the name. And Girly, uh, whatever. Let's call her Girly. Let's call Girly. her Girly. Mrs. Mrs. Thirteen. It's Girly Thirteen. Frankie Thirteen considers himself a sort of Casanova. Okay. That's... And tries to court Jorel, which is why. Did he get hit way too many times in the head? Yeah. Yup. Is that the why is he trying to go after a, a spiritual a white lady? lady. Yeah. Ibang white lady dapat. Not maybe maybe white he's lady. maybe he's into goth chicks. Yeah, right? Probably, maybe, yeah. maybe he's into scary shit. Who knows? But he calls her maybe out. Maybe that's his kink. He calls her out and when Jorel does does her pose, right? The scary the scary white lady pose, yeah. Frankie Tritin actually likes it. <laughs> what a God damn it, Frankie. What a nut job. Yeah, so Frankie loses that That's match. That's not shame. Uh, yeah, no, sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he likes... Okay, never, mind, loses... never mind, never mind, never mind. Frankie loses the match. That's illegal, by the way. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the night, does he really lose the match? I mean, he yeah, lost Yeah, yeah, he was smiling. I he saw was him smiling. smiling. He, it's like he liked being put into this, into that submission hole, into that bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a sick dude, man. He has problems. Uh, again, we have again. A, that's not king shape. Uh, that's not king shape. I, I don't judge. But but at the end of the day, how do you feel about Jarrell versus Frankie from a technical standpoint? From a technical standpoint, it was a pretty good match. Uh, Frankie put up a fight. Uh, he, I, I've always said that he was one of the tougher MWF guys because of the uh, sort of bumps that he takes, the matches that he takes. Mm-hmm. And uh, see, Jarrell again. We've, I've I've said uh, nothing but good things about her uh, in the ring. As very a character talented, and as a wrestler. Very yep. talented in-ring performer and very talented grappler as well. The yeah. fact that she was able to put away Frankie 13 with a submission hold speaks volumes about her in-ring capability. But again, she's So, guys. Asterisk. Asterisk. Guys, guys. At least sucks. 
Yeah, at least, at least, at least shoes, shoes, man. Socks. At least socks. How is that going to look like? Yeah, at least shoes, dude. At least shoes. Uh, then they go into another teaser and, mis- and the mystery luchadora finally beating up with the person she was supposed to meet up with mm-hmm. who is uh, Mr. Lucha. Dun, 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 dun. So is she Miss Lucha? So we don't know. We don't know. Maybe she's Lucha, Mr. Lucha Jr. We don't know. <laughs> Miss Lucha. <laughs> Mr. Lucha. Mr. Lucha. We don't know. Hey, it's 2018. G- girls can be Mr. Stupid. <laughs> 2018, guys. Or Mr. Skinny Girls. Too. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it works both ways. <laughs> So again, they, they never changed. They beat Mr. Lu- the girl was happy to see Mr. Lucha, but was he happy did. to see her? Yes, exactly. It didn't go the other way around. Mr. Ooh. Lucha uh, says the bad time get a man, and then and, 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 and then leaves, ends. and then that's where it ends. Uh, we still don't know who this lady is. The lost Lucha child. The lost Lucha child. Whoever she is, uh, distant relative Lucha. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lucha Jr. Uh, we'll find you out who you are. Yeah. God damn it, Chino. Okay, so that's the segment. Out, uh, Just because then, she wears a mask, automatic na ano, descendant ni Mr. Well, Lucha. Maybe, who knows? Uh, anyway. Okay, anyway. Grab, anyway. You'll be grab Lucha. <laughs> I, 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 wish, I wish not to grab Lucha. Let's, let's anyway, get that. Let's we, get that and then we go into the, the uh, international showcase. International of showcase. Kyle Season. Kyle Season and beautiful Charlie Simon. Kyle Season. Kyle. What do you think about Charlie Simon? I haven't actually seen him. I don't really. The only beautiful person I knew was uh, Billy Swain. That's true. Same, mm-hmm. same, same. Mm-hmm. So to but see, what did you your, think to of see uh, the actual white person in the ring in MWF, it's actually yeah, Chris Fazer. Well, he's uh, he's only half, he's on later right? in the show. He's pretty white. He's later on. In Definitely the show. white. Yeah, yeah. So Jarrell, Jarrell's white. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I did not know that. So, oh, no, 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 no. Well, Camus. God, Gina, Gina, how dense are you? How white. Lady. Wow! Pale, pale, over pale. your head. Over, over. Oh, I thought you meant anyway, Caucasian. I'm not gonna defend myself. Actually, I'm not sure what she is. She does seem like she's. She might be Caucasian. Oh, Maybe we just call her human. <laughs> can, we can't even say that. Oh my! Cause she dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know a lot about Charlie Simon. 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 Like the color. And the fish. Okay, so I can. Simon. Salmon. So, so it's my bad because I put Simon. Simon. In, 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 in the universe, it's Salmon. Okay. Okay. So I didn't know who Charlie Salmon is. Simon. <laughs> As a wrestler, I, again, kaya ako maliyong para dito. But I, I, but, but he was actually uh, there to teach Kyle season, Kyle season a lesson. So he's the veteran who's uh, you know putting the youngster in his yeah, place. Yeah, the, the the old dude trying to teach the whippersnapper a lesson. Whippersnapper, jeez. Uh, <laughs> well, kind the of, little judge. The the little kind of dynamic. Um, uh, it was great to see the, the international showcase happen, but I'm not necessarily sure if Kyle Season was the perfect choice for this sort of matchup because of the level of experience disparity between the two of them. Okay. I don't know how long Kyle Season has been wrestling, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't even half of how long Charlie Salmon was wrestling. Okay. So pang, pang, there's like a, a chemistry. It didn't it didn't it didn't feel right for me. Sorry, it's 
That's just what I. That's just what I observe. Okay. Uh, Kyle, however, wins uh, via quote unquote brass knuckles, which looked like which looked like a, a bunch of masking tape wrapped around the ring. Or okay. Something. But I think it's just a brass color. Well, okay, fine. Uh, a brass. Wait, well, wait, wait. No, brass knuckles don't necessarily have to be brass colored. They can be gold. Yeah. Fair, fair. But it was this was these were uh, pretty whitish. So. Okay. Sure. So it porcelain was, knuckles? Maybe, maybe they were <laughs> ivory knuckles. Maybe they were ivory knuckles. How Kyle sees them with the fourth Marble ivory knuckles. knuckles, we don't know. <laughs> he, she, he won uh, with knuckles to the face. Okay. He won sure, with sure. knuckles to the face. Uh, and uh, Charlie Salmon wanted to teach him a lesson. But what did he do? China Turuan. China Turuan lesson. What did he do? <laughs> Alright, and uh, was there another video before that? There was another event? video. Uh, this was Hanzello asking Ninja Ryujin for advice. Uh, it was like a how great... to make friends <laughs> and like influence how... people. Yes. <laughs> he was asking uh, he was asking Ninja Ryujin for help with his issues. And he his, asked the silent his, characters. His furry issues. And uh, he asked uh, exactly. I, 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 I wouldn't call them furry issues. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of this going on on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Animalistic issues, by the back. Bestial issues. That's worse. <laughs> bestial. That's worse, Chino. That's worse. So not helping. Okay. So anyway, he's like anthropy. Okay. He's like anthropy. Yes. He's weirdest. And he goes to the Jiryujin for advice, which I guess because the Jiryujin is all Zen. Uh, gives him this long monologue about how how he should just stick to his path, and I really appreciated that because I don't really know if Ninja Ryujin is deaf or he just took mute? a vow of silence or if he's mute. <laughs> a vow of silence. Hey, you know, you know. Ask Ninja. good place. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, none of you watch the good place, do you? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I should. Yet. I should. I, I, I stopped. I mean, so I, 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 I mean the, the reference. I, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm meaning to. Anyway. So anyway. Let's ask ninjas. Let's ask ninjas. We'll uh, ask real ninjas whether they're, they're, they they are required to take vows of science. We, so can ask, we can ask our, the, our peach The ninja. only yeah. problem I had Plum. with this segment oh. is that aesthetically, yes. it looked pretty boring to have the camera just on ninja while he was doing sign language. It felt uh, like that one, effect, yeah, the, yeah, the one where it's it just, was just it was just a static shot of him just performing sign language. Anong gusto mo yung may cuts kay Hanzelo tapos si Ryujin sa corner parang kapa ako mahal ko. It's it's more ways to pull this off without yeah. without being so dragging. Um, Please enlighten us, If Mr. you watch the movie Sana, uh, sorry, not Sanadati. Or I think it so, was Sanadati. Yeah, yeah, it was Sanadati. It was about deaf people. No, 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 Sanadati is not about deaf people. No, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, the um, other movie about um, deaf people. Shit, Same director, Mike's a movie about deaf people. Yeah. Right? Uh, the title escapes us, but if you Google the Mike's and Dash movie about deaf people. Wow. They there's, are, there's a, there's a they, they, they are able to pull off sign language without being so long okay, sure. and lengthy. And, and, there are ways. And, there and, ways. And, and it's the it's the ASL equivalent of talking heads. Is it you know? if I knew what you said? Yes. Uh, Dinig sana kita. There we go. Dinig sana kita. Dinig sana kita That's is the title. That's the I English. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dinig sana kita. If you find it, watch Good it. movie. Good movie. Good, great movie. And they were able to pull off uh, sign language dialogues without being so long and lengthy. Alright. So okay. you know, you, you know your problem. Uh, but it was a very good... 
Uh, it was a very good uh, sh- uh, showing on Ninja Ryujin's part. Because it showed depth. It showed uh, his uh, he has wisdom. It pala. fleshes out the character more. His character Imagine more. a dumb ninja. What? Una, sabi mo, Cannot speak. No, sabi mo ninja had wisdom, di ba? Pero like. You know, so he, you meant hey. you, you meant stupid ninja? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, see, see, see Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Was smart. <laughs> I was gonna say you didn't watch Beverly Hills Ninja. Clearly, the one. I was gonna say Poe, but yeah, he's not. Oh yeah, Poe is a dumb. He's true. A, he's, he's not a ninja. That's fucking he's, racist. He's but he's a China. dumb martial artist. He's from China. Uh, yeah, he's always Chinese. So, so more accurately, the, the dumb Chris Farley. You know? <laughs> Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills Ninja. Classic. It's on Netflix, by the way. R.I.P. Chris Farley. Speaking of, well, yeah. later, later, later. Yeah, I'm going to propose you. And then, yeah, <laughs> we are going to the main event. Hmm. Hey, uh, finally, we're here. We are finally at the main event, the big epic uh, six-person tag match sure. uh, between okay. PWR and MWF. So, um, it again, last review, I called it out for being a stylistic showcase, and it was very much that. Okay. Uh, a lot of that, and I like how these guys were able to pull up all the stops and adapt to each other's tempo, almost mm-hmm. um, for the most part. For yes. the most part, um, where it got weird for me was, and maybe Ro can help me clear this up, okay. was when JDL steps in. Remember that Rob. Okay, first of all, we'll, pre- we'll preface this oh, whole thing. Lay it out See, set the table. Set the table. On one side, you have uh, JDL, uh, Chris Panzer, and John Sebastian, all very fresh. And on the other hand, you have uh, Mr. Lucha, the Jerry Eugene, and then injured uh, Robin Sane. Yeah, and Robin Sane took a beating from Rex Lowey. Yeah, his arm especially was targeted. So his, his arm was. His arm was, was all taped up. Also, yeah. All taped up. So, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was his right arm. Left. This was Left also arm. an elimination match. Right? <coughs> yeah. Yes. Which wasn't See, apparently clear to me. Yeah, I did, I did not know that this was an elimination yeah. match. That's Which was thing. a nice surprise, but it was a surprise. It was a nice surprise because I actually thought, this is what I felt, and maybe somebody from MWF can help me clear this up. No. Requesting for <laughs> no seriously because I want because no, Check, I'm, not, okay, okay. I'm not requesting for an explanation. I'm just wondering why. Because in the middle of the match, uh, one of the first uh, one of the first eliminations came at the hands of JDL when he schoolboyed Mister Lucha, uh-huh. got the pin, yeah. and then everybody stood there for a good few minutes wondering what happened. Well, to be honest. If you no 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 let's look at it this way it's like uh, what happened in Obusan Dahe the but Chris Panzer was the first one no he was the third person eliminated no, who DC. was who was uh, first the first one was Joey Bax alright okay well, well fine when Chris Panzer was eliminated that early uh, we uh, nobody expected that you probably expected him to be one of the last people in the match so I guess the fact that uh, they were dumbfounded uh, seeing Mr Lucha get pinned really quickly considering like, he was fresh yeah, yeah. okay that's, that's was fair. I guess was them the man selling that, I, I would say it was uh, coming uh, you know uh, coming from uh, someone who wrestles perspective uh, I wouldn't say that they suddenly didn't know what to do I think they were just selling the fact okay. that it was that's, that's a fair you know, explanation yeah okay uh, Mr. Lucha <laughs> fell so quickly yeah Here's a question, which I don't think we were able to establish kanina. Okay. Was there anything up for grabs? Because like, my job was on the line. But in this elimination match, was there anything uh, up for grabs? Pride. 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 Essentially company pride. pride. Yeah, right? Who, who, was the more, who was the more superior uh, company? Because remember, they were building off the whole history that MWF founders had 
uh, in PWR. Yeah, yeah, you know, how, how they were an offshoot and how they had to leave, etc. So it was a matter of proving themselves worthy to be in the same wrestling arena, or be above PWR even. Okay, so uh, let's let's move on from. Uh, so Mr. after Mister Lucha eliminated. got eliminated, he would take his wrath out on JDL, tossing JDL into monoblock after monoblock after monoblock, which was nice because I waited the whole night to see that happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so JDL would Dangerous. just J, they, JDL would just take a beating around. Uh, behind our alumni, mm-hmm. the whole the whole part of that match, a good five minutes or so, until <coughs> Mister Lucha ended his suffering with a choke slam to the apron. Wow! It would later on take JDL out of the match for the most part. Uh, so the match would continue, and uh, wrestling logic he comes back later. Wrestling logic yeah, he comes yeah, back later. Yeah. But between. Uh, Ryujin and Sane versus Sebastian and Panzer. It was a good match up as well. We've seen Sebastian take on Robin Sane in a PWR ring before, mm-hmm. uh, but this would be the first time Chris Panzer would be in an MWF. <coughs> yes, right. Debut. So, so he put in he, canon, yes. In, yes, canon, in yes. canon, yes, right. He he would actually earn his earn his paycheck for the night. Very good showing for Chris <laughs> right, Panzer. Sure, sure. Uh, or very good showing on Chris Spencer's part. Unfortunately, he would be the first eliminated as well. Uh, technically, technically yes, he would be the first eliminated, uh, and uh, then the injury Eugene would follow, and then the no, no innocent injury Eugene. Huh? Oh, huh? No innocent yeah, injury Eugene. Yeah, I don't want to be seen Eugene. Yeah. Okay. So remember so, uh, another thing. Oh, I, it, looked, it looked like it looked like injury Eugene got hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, Jerry Eugene got injured in the match. He had to be pulled out. So he, he took a pin. He, unfortunately, he looked like he he looked like he twerked a twerked. He, he twerked his wrist. <laughs> he tweaked, tweaked, tweaked his knee. I think something or his wrist. Right? Uh, we're not he, sure. He, he fell. We'll find he, out some updates. He on that. fell, and uh, I, I wish he gets better soon. Because of, again, because of ninja shit. Uh, maybe because of all the sign languages. <laughs> 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 anyway, it's the jutsu, guys. Yeah, it's the jutsu. It's the jutsu. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, and then uh, Robinson would be the last person standing. We think that Robinson would win, the, uh, and so MWF would win this match. But Jake Leon comes out and saves the day. Wrestling logic for PWR no, I mean, because I mean, wrestling. Okay, wait. You can't say saves the day. He just comes back out. To defend his honor for PWR. Oh, for PWR. I'm talking about... There is some day saving for PWR. Right? Because you think MWF would win this since it's their home turf. They would have home court advantage. But JKL still put up a good showing on his part. You have to consider both guys are now now essentially injured. Right? Down a peg. Not just injured, but... That, significantly yeah, right? less than their best. Robinson lost, lost an arm. JB, JBL lost his back. Right? So, the equal footing almost. Uh, JBL was able to put Robinson into another very impressive in his lock. Uh, I would say this this is only second to the time that he made Billy Swain tap out into the in lock. Wow. That's actually how good an in lock it was. Robinson would tap. Team PWR would win. But then the night would end uh, when I think it was a beautiful way to cap it off. Uh, Fabio Makisig would come and attack, essentially attack Robin Sane and call him out for being not being the champion. But I'm not the champion. 
I would be a champion, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice way to bring this. It was a nice way to bring the story back to MWF. That's good. Yeah, actually, I like I like that because you know how it's spilled out into PWR versus MWF, and people are focused on that now. So now it's nice to bring the story back to them because that's what's important. Mm -hmm. So was there an epilogue after the show, or you need epilogue? You need, you need, you need epilogue after the match, and then they roll the credits right after. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so let's zoom out now, and you already identified your spot of the night, which was your Ken and Ryu. Uh, Kit Kit Burwit. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a... <laughs> it doesn't! No, just, it's going to be Kit Kit Burwit. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, everyone knows it as that. Yeah, uh, everybody calls it the yeah, Kit Kit Burwit, right? True, true. So, I mean, uh, I know. We're not the, Japanese. I what know, the fuck do we know? I know the video game purists out there, like Red Oliero, who might be listening to this. Quatro's gonna well, murder us. Or, or Poch Quatro. Poch is gonna murder us. Or Poch who costs video game matches for a living. Wait, oh, yeah, <laughs> if, if they suffer aneurysms because of this, it's your fault. Uh, okay, so, but, so for but what, what, what last correctly, time? Correctly. One last time. We're, nah, we're nah, saying nah, it nah. wrong, but nah, the kick nah. it broke it. It's, yes! It's yeah. like the, the spot of the night. All right. So, uh, was there a costume of the night for you? Costume of the night goes to uh, Coach Gus. Hey, as, as a Joker, a Joker. as a Batman fan, I really appreciate that. Good call. Also, okay. can I just say, Coach Gus has more bars than Makata. Whoa! <laughs> more bars than Makata will Whoa, ever have. Whoa, sir! I'm gonna, yes, sir. I'm going to rap it on. Damn. Uh, Damn, sir. And then, uh, the star of the night for me would be Fabio Makising. Okay. Uh, Fabio Makising proves that he really wants the title and he actually has a game plan in his head. Uh, the match of the night, I will have to agree with Ro and give it to Rex Lawin and Robin Sane for an incredible showing. Uh, MWF. Yeah, MWF. some people online have been calling Rex Lawin versus Robin Sane the best match in MWF full stop. Okay. So. That, that would be a fair assessment. That would be a fair assessment. Okay, now let's give Todos Los Wrestling a grade. Are we gonna go with the letter system? Or we'll go with the UP style. Let I ask my. Okay, so that you actually now know. Yeah, so you I know that. Better know, know this. I, I actually oh, now know. I, 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 I am this. giving a letter grade of B plus. Look at them. That's not UP. No, no, wait. No, no, no. He's gonna. No, he's gonna. The UP equivalent is one point seventy five. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, 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 yeah, that's, right, that's right, that's right. He's right. Because I, I, may more pizza now from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it also felt very well paced okay. as far as matches were concerned. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the video quality as, was, as well was stepped up the match. So good job, uh, MWF team. Alright, congrats to the people behind MWF from the performers to the production uh, to the crew and everyone who put in their time and effort into Todos Los Wrestling. So you heard it from Chino Liao. He's giving it a grade of 175 uh, based on UP standards. So what's yeah. Kasi kung, honors yan, honors yan. Oh, kasi kung Ateneo standards, mababa yan. Oh, actually, I don't think you can get Yeah, you can, but it's terrible. Anyway, uh, it's terrible. So, at this point, with the year winding down for everyone, yes. what what are you most looking forward to coming into their next show? I am looking forward to, and not just on MWF's part, but on PWR's part as well, a more hashed out MWF versus PWR showdown. And I'm not just talking about another uh, elimination match. I'm talking about an entire show where both guys from both scenes are booked 
in sort of Battle of the Brand style. Well, or Survivor Series style. Well, right. So hopefully we see that down the road mm-hmm. because both companies well. have very good talent, uh, a very good <coughs> roster, and to see people from both sides of the coin face off would be something that all the fans all all over uh, will be very much uh, looking forward to. Okay, so, so let's give Chino an assignment here. Since you want this so bad, why don't you give us a fantasy card the next time you're on the podcast? Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Actually, you know what? PWR Central. Make him do it. Yeah. Why not? I can do video, it. I video feature. Video feature. I, I, I can do it. I have yeah, time. Sure. Yeah. All right. That, that's, a, that's a nice little assignment for Chino Liao. So, no, my assignment can I? All right. Maybe no. you do need that pass. No, I mean, you, you better give me that pass. All right, we'll make, okay, we'll make it happen. I'm going to do it for the pass. Let's talk to John Sebastian. Let's do it for the pass. And uh, Mike Shannon. All right, Chino, uh, thank you so much for doing this review with us once again. Uh, do you have any events or any appearances that you want to plug on the podcast? Buwas sa sabay lang ako. Yeah, no, for all comedy shows, please check out comedybadela.com. Well, I, I I have an official page on Facebook. Yeah, we tag it every time we post. Yeah, uh, no, he has, no, no, he has his personal page. Yes, we, I no, tag but the I page. have a personal Facebook fan page. Yeah, oh. which I tag. Which has no, <laughs> I don't follow which, you there. Which, which has nothing. We so have 400 fine. plus likes in it. No, but 400 plus, we have 400 na auto. So, good for <laughs> them. Wait, I'm going to ask you. Good for them. Uh, but, but I actually, I actually share. Uh, I'm starting to use it more now, so please like it on Facebook. It's uh, Facebook.com/slash/ChinoDiao. Not, not my personal page. The fan. Page. All right, all right. There you have it, Chino. Thank you so much once again, and uh, we hope to have you back for the December show. Oh, yeah, always, I will, card. I will. Thank you once again to Chino Liao, our resident reviewer of local shows here on the SGP podcast. Now, before we end this week's episode, we've got to give you our picks of the week. So I'm going to start off with mine, which is a definite match of the year contender. Yes! Last woman standing, Becky yes. Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. I was pre- pretty worried towards the end because I actually thought that Charlotte would eke it out, especially when Becky was in chairs and shit, and then she actually rose from the rubble. So I was pretty scared. That table spot, though. Yeah, the table that spot. That fucking table Even spot. Even yung mga slams dun sa ladder, dun palang naka cringe na yun. Ladder slams, you can. Yeah, you've seen that, but then that table spot. Well, we kind of did when Becky and Alexa had that tables match. True. But this one, this one is like. Yung, yung palang like slow motion siya, eh? No! I think with this, kasi naramdaman natin intensity, because it was like Gargano Champa. It was. It was sort elevated. Of on that it was level. elevated. Yeah, so I, I really love the match. I think it should have main evented Evolution and... We'll, it should have. It should have. It should have. We'll flesh out it. our thoughts and feelings about that next, uh, week. next week with uh, with Maro. Okay, I'm going to give mine. Um, I will take the Mae Young Classic Finals, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. Wow. My God, Io Shirai is... I've seen her work outside of WWE and it is amazing. This was just a taste of what you can expect from her moving forward because she's gonna be great on NXT. And she's only our age. She's twenty-eight. Yep. Yep. And Tony Storm is the future. Tony Storm is younger than us. Yeah. Tony Storm is twenty-three. Yeah, twenty-three-ish. It's ridiculous how talented these two women are, and 
if you want an idea of what the next five years of women's wrestling in WWE should look like, or it's will look two. like, yeah. Should, well, should, should, in an ideal, in ideal well, world, fine, fine. provided they don't, you know, get released or fuck it up yeah. or leave. I uh, my, yeah, mine is I need to catch up on some wrestling this long weekend, so uh, I'm just gonna pick uh, from last week's 205 Live episode, Mike Canales versus Jose Dorado, yep. only because it was good, it was good, yeah, it only was good. because it is a surprisingly solid Mike Canales match. You forget how you no, forget. no, you forget how much of a mechanic he can be. Yeah. So you put him in a match with someone as good as Jose Dorado, you give him enough, you give him 205 time, nah, they get enough time to do shit and have fun in the ring. So, yeah, you forget that Mike Canales was a throwaway character on SmackDown last year. Look <laughs> at him now! Yeah. And a throwaway on Raw this year, too. Yeah, remember, yeah, he was sure. part of the heel alliance against the Shield. Okay. Whatever that was worth. Yeah. So, I, think, I think this is the best rule for him moving forward, actually. Does Maria follow him to 205? Yes, he does. There's no much epic. Because he's just got there. Yeah, he, they're, they're trying to establish him, right? I mean, I haven't seen him yet on 205 because I'm way behind. Uh, yeah, so there. Okay, uh, those are our picks of the week. And those are our takes from this week in wrestling. Agree, disagree, let us know at the SGP Podcast on social media. For our guest, Chino Liao, it's at Chino Supersized. For me, it's at underscore Stan C-S-Y-T. And at Rose War, at Caveman Camus. On behalf of everybody here... Thank you so much for listening, for rating, for subscribing, and for downloading us on places like Spotify. Spotify! And we'll catch Spotify. you next week after the long weekend. We're out of here. Peace. Hey, this is for all my chest feeling, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, driven, son of a guns. Woo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 